2: Another day, another Draymond Green suspension. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. We are The Morning Show on CBS Sports Radio. And I can't imagine there's anyone left in the NBA world, sports world, who, like, wants more of this. Who's like, you know, Draymond, so misunderstood. Mm. I mean, I think we're all kind of on the same side of this now where the antics are really getting old, and it's just not working the way that it may have used to work in the Warriors' first run.
3: Wait, you saying in the the year that he kicked LeBron in the junk yeah. and cost him the finals, people thought it was working then? Well,
2: no, but there were people, and I think you're one of them, who believed that Draymond can only play one way. Oh, yeah. And, I, for, the, and for the Warriors to be the Warriors, he had to play that no, way.
3: No, I, I do agree. I'm just saying now that Draymond is 33, like nothing's changing. Nothing. There's, there's no difference now uh, with what Draymond's doing than what he did in the first run. In, in my sense, it's like every great team needs that crazy guy, right? So I don't understand, like, what do you expect from Draymond Green?
2: Okay, so we're just supposed to all sit back and be like, you know what, Draymond, do you? Keep well, kicking people, keep punching people, keep flailing people, keep stepping on a guy's chest when he's on the ground, keep doing all your antics, and we're just going to excuse it because that's what's been happening. Now well, he's been suspended indefinitely, so it's different.
3: Why would you expect him to change now?
2: Okay, so here's the thing about that. I don't think it's wrong. To look at somebody and say, you've been playing one way. It's had, let's be frank, mixed results. You've had some really good, but some really bad. You've also, you've cost your team titles as much as you've won your team titles or helped to win them titles. You've cost your team. You've been a bad teammate. Why wouldn't we expect that person to change their behavior? Why can't there be personal growth? For every single person on earth, we're all trying to get better, but Draymond Green is allowed to just continue to be a knucklehead.
3: I, in I the think name of
2: basketball, that is such crap.
3: I think you're completely misunderstanding one thing. Okay, human nature. <laughs> okay. people don't change. <laughs> what? People don't change. You cannot tame Draymond Green. There's no taming Draymond Green. And you you look at the great crazy players in NBA history. Crazy is not the right word. That's that's a little too pejorative. But you dirty. Look- Dennis Rodman of course with the Bulls. So you couldn't change him. There's no way. Why even try? It was uh, you're wasting your time. Vernon Maxwell with the old Rockets. The, changing him apparently was nobody even thought about that. These guys are it's a compulsion that Draymond has to act like this. He can't help it. It's not like he's like choosing to do this you think he that was a well-thought-out thing to hit Yusuf Nurkic the other day? It just he can do these things, and there's just no way that he can change that. That, that is, is obvious not true. to me.
2: I think that people can change their behavior, but there's no incentive for Draymond to change his behavior, maybe until today. Because general manager, coach, the NBA, and let's call it what it is, the star of the team. Has been permissive of this. Now it's it's up to Draymond. He's his own person. He's got to be the one to change here. But at some point, doesn't Steph Curry have to say, "You know what? This is wild to me." It helps Draymond's brand to keep being this way. He's the malcontent. He's the um, you know the tough guy. He's the bully. He's got his own podcast for it. He's going to have a broadcasting career like Barkley yeah. because of this type of this style and his reputation. He's gotten everything he's ever could get from the Warriors, and for Draymond, it's not about rings anymore. He's far far exceeded any expectation for him in the NBA. For Steph, he's trying to win that fifth ring. Right. He's going for legacy stuff. He's going for, do I have as many titles as Magic Johnson? Do I have more titles than LeBron James, most likely? He's going for, I'm the best player of this generation type stuff, and Draymond's actively standing in the way. So, Forgive me, I do have to put some of this on Steph Curry because you have to be the one to get, try, try yeah. to get through to your teammate and say, you are standing in the way of my greatness.
3: How many years, how have, dare they, you? How many years have they played together?
2: The whole careers, right?
3: So, I, I don't understand. Draymond's All right. of a sudden, now he's going to get through to Draymond? I think 2016 or whatever year that was with LeBron. It was 16, right? Yeah. That's when he had to get through to Draymond. Now it's way too late. This I think they must be set in their ways. Uh, much stronger than anything they can tell you. Steph's going to walk up and say, hey, Draymond, you should you should stop hitting people. What, what good is that going to do?
2: Well, they can at least stop, like, caping for him about it. They can at least stop. How are they caping
3: for him? Jordan what?
2: Poole punching, getting punched in the face, and basically the whole team was like, who leaked the video? Who leaked the video? That was the investigation, not, hey, your teammate just did this thing, and then the first moment they could, they got Jordan Poole out of town. It's like – and then they gave Draymond a contract extension. And they had Draymond's back on that whole thing, which is fine. It's okay. But he suffered no consequences, basically forcing KD out the door. No consequences. These are things that cost Steph Curry titles. And if I'm Steph, I'm like, enough. I still have it. I'm still playing at a high level. You're playing like a knucklehead.
3: So, a couple things. If you're an opponent of the Warriors – Do you want Draymond Green to be watered down, or do you want this aggressive Draymond Green? You would much rather face a watered-down Draymond Green. Draymond Green, being like this, has helped the Warriors win all these titles. He's a tough guy on that team. He sets a tone, especially this team, because it is the softest championship team in the history of sports. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson... Those okay. guys wouldn't hurt a fly. So you need all this Draymond stuff. So to say that Draymond has cost him over the years, I totally disagree. I think Draymond's antics have helped this team in a major way.
2: Okay, you, you think 2016, those 2016 antics 2016 was cost- a
3: mistake. But I'll, honestly, I think the real problem was Steph's knee was hurt. He had missed the earlier playoff series. I think he ran out of steam a little bit.
2: Okay, I just, I can't get there with that explanation. Like, I understand some guys, you have to understand what motivates them and stuff like that. But... You know, for Draymond, if I'm an opponent, you ask me what I rather face a watered-down Draymond or this Draymond? I'd rather face this Draymond because I know that I can get him kicked out of the game. I know that he's not disciplined enough to keep his cool, that I can get under his skin, and people think that he's mentally tough. It's mentally weak because I can get to you, and I can get to you, and I can get you kicked out, and, I can, and that's a consequence for your team. So if I'm the Suns, and I don't know if Nurkic was, you know, actually did something to bait him or whatever. But I love a Draymond Green suspension. I got somebody in the Western Conference I can maybe try to weaken an opponent. Draymond's not mentally tough here, guys. He's mentally weak, and he shows it over and over again with these antics. Yeah,
3: I feel like I feel like this is a nice load management technique for the Warriors. <laughs> because, well, the other thing it's too, is, The one thing is, let's be honest, Draymond there or not there, this team is very, very far from getting another ring for Steph Curry, Uh, they... The the big problems are the James Wiseman traffic. Like they just have not been able to restock, and now they're super old. And Draymond there or not there is not going to make the slightest difference. I mean, they're they're a sub five hundred team with Draymond. Okay, so but I don't know where it, it's but not really. You're
2: saying they but, need him to win titles, but, they, but I, I don't. But see generally, that at all. first of
3: all, I feel like we're talking about a historical situation here with the Warriors. Like all that energy you you're giving, like there's no there's no current Warriors contenders team where they need Draymond on the court. This team with Draymond there is not winning anything. Okay, this year. but
2: a couple of years ago, the the most recent championship. They yeah. started off that season and did not look like title contenders either. And then all of I a sudden, mean, they're beating the Boston Celtics in Boston, winning a title.
3: They were 10 and 13. I, I don't have the record for me. They weren't 10 and 13.
2: I don't think it was very good. And it was. It, it ended up being, you know, Wiggins and some of the other guys stepping up. And obviously, Steph turned the series.
3: Yeah, I, I do not see this team as a contender with or without Draymond Green. I feel like then they everything was Cut. I mean, fine. Cut him. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The team is old, and nothing good is going to happen out of this situation anyway. Wh- whether Draymond behaves or not. So that that's one thing. But the other that's thing that's a loser
2: it, mentality.
3: Well, I mean, come on. This is Draymond Green. You're talking about nine years of this. You're acting like this is the first time that Draymond Green has ever got suspended or hit somebody. No, the guy does this all the time. He's no, always done this all the time. But
2: here's the thing, though. You brought it up, and I think your point's valid. The margin for error right now is a lot smaller than it was when they were the super duper team. Uh, In the 2010s, like they were the dynasty, they were the best team ever, you know, it couldn't be touched. They're not like that now, which is even more of a reason why everyone has to, especially Draymond, mind their P's and Q's. This isn't the same Clay Thompson and this isn't the same everything. So it's even more selfish of Draymond to be acting out like this because this is Steph Curry feels like he's doing it all alone. That's, that's insane. So in
3: 2021, they were 53 and 29. Is there, there's no way this team is winning 53 games. They're not talented and they're old. I, I, I'm I'm I feel like it's almost irrelevant. Honestly, maybe trying crazy behavior is the best chance. I, I do not want to worry <laughs> about Draymond Green. They yeah. need to take it
2: was all by design.
3: They need to take some wild swings here. They need more players too. Obviously, it's Steph Curry and nobody. So I, and not, Draymond Green is 33. Is it really that big a deal if he's on the court? You saw lot when Curry goes out. Draymond Green is totally useless.
2: Well, of course, we saw that when Curry got hurt yeah. in the uh, 2020 season. I,
3: I just think that you're you're talking about it like this is costing Steph a championship, and I don't see it that way at all.
2: So here's the thing, right? And I don't want to make it about LeBron or someone else because that it, I want to just make it about Curry, but there is like a relentlessness that LeBron has, whether it's misguided at times, whether it's led to bad signings, like... Uh, Russell Westbrook and stuff like that, but you can't fault the guy for like constantly putting pressure on the organization to win and maximize every single season that he still has on the court. I know that Curry says behind the scenes he lets his voice be known and stuff like that, and that's great. You don't have to do it the same way LeBron does with the passive aggressive stuff. But like at some point, we are we're watching and we're gonna think about Steph Curry as one of the great all time players in the league. Period. And the fact that they can't maximize and the the number one thing is that maximizing every season that you have him healthy and on the court is like, it's sad. And, and it's going to look bad on retrospect, especially if LeBron wins another one, but I, I don't know if he's going to.
3: I 100% disagree with that. But Steph Curry, there's nothing sad about Steph Curry's career. They, they, they're old. Well, guess what? You know who else? Is old? The Lakers. I know they won that in-season tournament. We'll see if this team lasts against teams but like the Nuggets.
2: they themselves. I,
3: yeah, okay. <laughs> they did.
2: They're a team now with size. They're a team now that has an identity. They're a team now that just went to the Western Conference Finals.
3: I just You're saying LeBron is more relentless and Steph, I I don't even know what you're talking about here because you really think this LeBron Lakers is going to win the title? If they do, I'd be shocked.
2: Well, I don't know if they're going to win the title, but I know they got a better shot than the Warriors right now. And Steph is still playing at a high level, just like LeBron's still playing at a high level. But and,
3: everyone around Steph has gotten old. It's just what happens with teams. I, and they tried to reinvent themselves and they failed on a personnel standpoint. Okay, board.
2: but you can't just keep accepting it then, right? Like, then do, like, again, the Lakers are always tinkering and... Because I think that's the LeBron influence, like, hey, you're not going to have me forever. So let's try to go total, you know, you know what to the wall for every season that I have. And instead, it's the Warriors, you know, you put up with Draymond Green, you know, trying to you know develop the young guys. It just hasn't happened. You know, what's going on with Andrew Wiggins? I know behind the scenes, there's been a lot of personal stuff. So you got to get that, you know, who knows what happens with that? It's out of your control. It's just crazy to me that you have a guy who's right there at the top of the pyramid when we're talking about all-time great players and to, like, let a season fall through your fingers because, like, last year you can't win a game on the road and this year you got more Draymond stuff. It it seems lazy. I mean,
4: mean, let's be real. If Steph Curry was not Steph Curry of the Warriors four-time NBA champion, if he was any other NBA superstar, we'd be talking about him as the next superstar looking for a trade. Because the Warriors are going absolutely nowhere. And I think there is some culpability that goes with that. Maybe for him. I think a lot goes for Steve Kerr. Yep. I think a lot goes for the, you know, now former general manager, Bob Myers, who kind of left them in disarray. Yep. And their current ownership with uh, with Lakeham. Like... Steph Curry can still play. I don't think anybody can watch him and don't think that, that guy can win a championship and be your best player. But it's clear there's nothing around him that looks like a championship team to Pearl point. Yeah. And I don't know if Draymond's antics scream championship. Like, he's a tough guy. He's a physical guy. And he's an underrated, very smart player. But punching guys <laughs> well, yeah, but and, uh, in November and uh, December doesn't scream to me that you're focused on trying to build towards a championship. But
3: he won four championships with the same exact style. Nothing has changed with Draymond. He's always been like this. I mean, he's it's not, it's not a worse version of Draymond. I this is Draymond. And oh,
2: here's I think he's been worse recently. And eh, the, busy and, hip
3: Jordan Poole.
2: And the supporting cast, though, has not been as good. And so these kinds of things don't fly anymore. That's what I'm saying. The margin for error for the Warriors is razor thin. It's not, you know, years past where Steph Curry sits for the entire fourth quarter because they're already leading by 30. It's just different.
3: I think we're going to look back at this team and say it's a miracle that they milked out another championship in in 2021, 2022. I, I think this team is overachieved, if anything. You're saying, you guys are implying that they're underachieving by not Finding a way to build a champion around Curry, they tried and they failed. Okay. Like I think it, I think they. This team is overachieved. If anything, there's look how old they are. See, but and Steph- look how lack of talent. Like who are these players that that are supposed to be winning right now?
2: Well, Steph Curry thinks that he's the best. You know, best point guard over Magic Johnson. Like you have someone like that on your team, you've got to. You can't just be like, well, guys, we gave it a good gave it a good shot. Didn't even think we were gonna get that fourth one. How is that? Pretty so what? Cool. What do well, you want Well, now let's wor- just all sell tickets, you know, to watch Steph Curry's farewell tour. That's going to last five years. So, that's what silly. are the
3: moves the Warriors have not done? What, what specifically are are, are you guys gonna be critical here?
2: Listen, I didn't realize that the Lakers like that the Austin Reeves pick or the Rui Hachimura, the Jared Vanderbilt. Who knows what these things are in the moment?
4: They botched drafts, plenty of drafts well, since then. The
3: Warriors have. I know, but yeah. also, I'm sorry, Rui Hachimura has won how many rings with the well, Lakers? Uh, they, Austin Reeves has won how many rings with the Lakers? I'm
2: just saying they at least they, they keep inventing themselves. They won one
3: bubble ring. Come on. And the Warriors won after that. You're well, acting like the Lakers no, no. are the standard. And the Lakers,
2: what are the Lakers doing? I'm talking about the two emeritus superstars that we have right now. And look at the moves of one team. Yeah, they haven't worked yet. But look at the... Moves where they at least continue to try to move and move pieces around and shuffle to create something. And then look at moves the other team where you're saying they're just like, well, they're just happy to be here. Yeah. And they got what they got, and now we just, like, what, right off into and the by sunset? by the way, the Warriors
4: and Lakers played in the playoffs last year, and the Lakers mauled
3: the Warriors. Yeah, because the Warriors' front court was 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and 6'6". Yeah, right. I know the Warriors are not good. But I, I don't know what to tell you. They, they screwed up on the Wiseman pick. Kaminga and Moody were not what they thought. They tried to reinvent via the draft, and they failed. I'm, I'm not sure what else there is to do. And by the way, Lake, again, don't act like this Lakers team is to find out to win a championship. Because, no, no,
2: no, it's not, and, not about Because that. they haven't. The other thing, too, is this is where the anti-Warrior people – really come into play, and I'm not one of them. I love watching the Warriors, but it's your owner said you're light years ahead. And that comment was always going to age poorly because teams go through ebbs and flows. Hell, Look at the Patriots right now. like You can't stay on top forever. I get that. But the light years ahead thing implies that you found something that no one else has, and it doesn't look like that now. You got a great player, an all-time great player, and it feels like you're might be wasting the end of his career, which is crappy.
3: Oh come on! First of all, he's thirty-five. You guys think everyone's LeBron? You think Magic was winning titles at the very end, even before he got sick? I mean, everybody declines, and that's what's happening here. You, you think Michael Jordan was winning a title in Washington? Basically, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson got old. That's what happened here. Okay. This, it's no mystery. There's no failed opportunity. Like they're not—they're screwing this up because they're not building a champion around Steph Curry. It's not that easy.
2: Okay, but one of your all-time takes that people get so mad at you about, like, really people get mad at you, is when you no. say Steph Curry's not athletic. Oh, right?
3: come on. I mean... <laughs> so
2: th- this is another one. This I'm like one tangent. of those people, by the way. Yes, this is another a problem. Show me, the- show,
3: show me the 360 dunk Steph okay. Curry had in a game. Well,
2: you're making my point. Yeah. So, the fact is that Steph Curry's game ages much in a finer way because he doesn't do 360 dunks. Now, I still think he's athletic. I think that's crazy, but... He doesn't rely on his body necessarily. His body is incredible that it's held up, that he has the cardio. I mean, he's a well-conditioned athlete. But it's not an above-the-rim game that he plays. So why couldn't he continue to be vying for titles? Like Tom
3: Brady, no athleticism. Tom Brady's game, it lasts forever. (sighs) Uh, Yeah, he could. But I think maybe you guys are right. It's not happening in Golden State. They just don't have enough talent. And, and he's not
2: going to ask for a trade I though. mean
3: Draymond's 33. How old is Clay? He's not young either. He's got to be towards Is he 33? Well, Clay's and, had so
2: many injuries now.
3: 35. I mean, this is an old core. And guess what? Yeah, Clay's it's hard to keep an old group of guys together and healthy. And I think you're going to see that with Lakers too. The Lakers look great, but you're telling me that Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to be able to play 35 minutes a game and do this all year that I just think you guys are ignoring age. This was what happens to all great players and all great teams. Eventually they age out and there's no, I don't think the, that's what I think is the main problem, not Draymond's annex. I think it's that this team got old.
2: I don't think Draymond getting suspended indefinitely helps anything. 855-212-4CBS. We want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. Is it on Steph Curry in any way to try to get through to Draymond or to not put up with this anymore? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he has. He, he's been a great teammate.
3: That's a nice trick to make Draymond suspension a pro-LeBron argument.
2: <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't do that at all. I'm just saying you've mm, got two mm. superstars who are in the twilights of their career. And how is one team treating one superstar and how is another team treating another?
3: Well, yeah, but I think you put some onus on LeBron and Steph. It's their, it's their role to make sure the team is building a championship contender around them.
2: Who else would you like me to compare Steph to right now?
3: I'm just saying that you turned Draymond's suspension into a pro LeBron take. That just happened on the show.
2: I think that Steph Curry is measuring himself against all-time great players. And whether it's magic or whether it's LeBron, it's he is doing that because he is a he is a superstar of this era and that's I think what you do. You want to be the guy who everyone remembers as but, the guy.
3: Of course, of course. But I mean, here's the thing. You don't really need to promote lebron in this way because lebron has he's got that cover got that job covered <laughs>
2: Eight, <laughs> yeah five, i mean two like two. he
3: is you know he did win the inaugural in-season tournament he told you how special that was and that
2: banner is going up baby
3: steph it's... curry didn't win that inaugural <laughs> in-season tournament no. he didn't beat the pacers
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah meanwhile lots of lots of crazy stuff happening last night in the nba but draymond green's indefinite suspension we want to hear from you 855 2124 cbs is it any of this on curry Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. All
3: right, welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I was up late studying the Phoenix Suns. The big three finally played together last night. Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. It is not a big three. It's a big one, Devin (laughs) Booker. And then occasionally KD shows flashes of the old KD. Then Bradley Beal just happens to be on the court. It's so wow, hard to,
2: it's the first game they played together. It's light up, right? They just
3: lost to the Nets at home. And the, the Nets are a fancy G League team to me. I do not <laughs> like that <laughs> Nets team at wow. all. Fancy
2: G really. League.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, who are the Nets players? What I, I watch the Nets. I'm like, how are you have two Hall of Famers on your team, and you are getting killed by Cam Thomas. I don't understand <laughs> this at all.
2: How dare you disrespect Mikael Bridges? Isn't he a Philly
3: guy? I just think this idea that this is a dream team era of the NBA – Anytime you put big three together now, immediately my radar comes up like, ooh, that ain't going to work. I don't uh, even care who the big three are. I and think... it's ironic that they're going against Nets, who had the all-time <laughs> failed big three twice.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, twice. But I think we've kind of moved off big three, haven't we? That's okay. kind of yeah. a dirty word right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Exactly. It's, it's an insult to say a big three. We're
2: all like a little snake bitten by how many of them failed. You're yeah. right. Most recently, the Nets.
3: Yeah, I mean the that At least whoever put James Harden
2: and Durant and Kyrie in retrospect, yeah. we were all such idiots thinking that was going to work. Yeah,
3: I know. I mean, the worst was I. I lived in Brooklyn when KG and Paul Pierce came with Darren Williams. Yeah. And when that flamed out, you could get five dollar front row seats to the Nets game, which <laughs> <It> became so <laughs> bad. And Beyonce. They laugh. paid Darren Williams, and he forgot how to play basketball a hundred percent. And KG was old. But I do think there's something about this big three because the rest of your roster can't be good because of the salary cap by definition. We started off by wasting Steph Curry's glory years. I don't know how you build around him because it's hard in today's NBA to put together superstars. When LeBron did his big three, they were all 26 years old. That is not, you know, they weren't 34. So anyway, it's it's not easy, Maggie. I, I was into the Suns. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to work. And you were ahead of me on that. I just,
2: I thought it'd be health, you know, yeah, yeah. like yeah, there's and no way, yeah, there's no way that KD is going to be able to stay healthy and how you going to manage all this, especially when the league has a new emphasis on you got to play if you actually are healthy or whatever.
3: So if it's not the big three, what is, what's the formula?
2: Well, probably the last thing we saw, which is like the big two.
3: Yes. Yeah. Here's what
2: helps. Have the greatest player in the league. Yes.
3: I was going to say that. (laughs)
2: So find that guy at a Serbian racetrack somewhere, (laughs) bring him over, and then have a great point guard to pair with that person. And then every and and trade for your debt pieces. Bruce. Yeah. Have a and se- draft your debt pieces.
3: Have a seven footer who's one of the top ten passing centers of all time yeah. and can't miss from three.
2: Yeah, and is unselfish, no ego that yeah. we can tell, and uh you know plays a style that can beat you in a million different ways. Easy. Just there get, get that
3: guy and you're fine.
2: All right, let me take a little note.
3: <laughs> yeah. It is uh it is fine. <laughs> we started the show by debating uh I, I think it's really interesting. What is the difference between what LeBron's doing with the Lakers and Steph Curry with the Warriors? I just really don't believe that you can do anything differently with Draymond Green. You can't say Draymond Green, behave yourself and fix this because this is not his choice to be like this. He is compulsively a hitter on the court.
2: Yes. But, okay. <laughs> but you realize you're kind of excusing some bad behavior saying like he can't change when like we're human beings. We can change.
3: I, I, don't, I don't think we can <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's that simple.
2: Focus. you seem like you want to get it on Yeah, the spot. I
0: got to ask a question Is uh, on behalf of all the good morning, of all the morning folks still learning Perloff. Is it always like this where there's no in between? It's either oh, that doesn't matter, no big deal, or the most vicious takedowns. <laughs> yes. The Suns are dead and the Nets are a glorified G League team, <laughs> or the game didn't matter, it's Tuesday and they were tired.
3: Wait, there's no no soft landings. Yeah, but I speak for America. You think anyone's into this Nets roster? I mean, come on. (laughs) That's
2: how you speak for America?
3: Yeah, I mean, and by the way, they have a lot of G League players on their roster. uh, Guys who've been in the G League. (laughs) I think uh, every team has a lot of G League players. Yeah, I know, that's actually true.
2: That's the new college. Uh, James is in Modesto. He's our pal. James, what do you think about Draymond Green, pal?
4: Hey, what's going on, guys? How you my, doing? my favorite morning people here <laughs> and yeah, well, you are know yeah 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 i hear you hey uh draymond man that guy
3: sometimes the game just gets past you know he's just a, he's a brute you know and uh yeah it's just uh he's got some anger problems he he, he has no business being on the court anymore you wait know, a minute james gone.
2: hold on one second i love you got draymond green takes you got a game tonight man yeah. Uh, you got Raiders Chargers tonight, James. <laughs> is, is, is it a game, though?
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, James. We
2: got T-minus, you know, until... If you can't beat this Charger team, James...
3: Uh, no, nah, I've been, been going to stick it to it, man. I, I, just, I just got a feeling, man. I, I lost all all hope after last week, man. Yeah. It's just... Uh, I don't know what to do with these guys.
2: Honestly, James, I'm, I'm sorry, but I think... I've been, the, with them. Yeah. I've been
4: with them 54 years. 54 years, and, you know, I'm going to still back them. That's my team, man. You know?
2: i you going to back them. You're a three-point favorite tonight, James. Thanks for the call, and uh, and I think James is going home at this time, so get home safely. Uh, three-point favorites. you got to beat this Chargers team at home. I know you just got shut out by the Vikings and what was maybe a game that set the sport back 10 to 15 years, <laughs> yeah. you must win this game, right?
3: Uh, I don't know. Do you want to win this game?
2: Somebody's got to want to
3: win it. I, d- I don't think you want to come out with a W here. I think the team that loses is in better shape.
2: Race to the bottom. Can't wait for this one tonight. Uh, But we will tell you what we find interesting about this game. Not all is lost. Andrew Bogush is here. Busy night last night.
0: A busy night, and uh while well, I don't think we'll get any indefinite suspensions out of it, a few things happened during Bucks and Pacers, a one forty-one twenty-six Milwaukee win. First, there was Giannis the victim of a hard, flagrant foul in the fourth quarter. His brother thanassis had to be held back on the Milwaukee bench, and then a lot of angry Bucks post-game because the game ball disappeared. Milwaukee wanted it for Giannis
4: I just, it's just so fortunate. I've never seen, I've never seen this before. I feel mm. like you can't, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't even, am not even going to comment on that. It's, I don't know if I have the game ball.
0: The Pacers took the ball innocently, they say, for rookie Oscar Shibwe, who scored his first career points last night. <laughs> amazing, uh, amazing
2: cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Ricardo said that with a straight face. Like, uh, we really needed to get Oscar Shibwe that ball. Oh
3: yeah, like, points for creativity on that one. <laughs> Giannis
0: was yelling at some Pacers, including Tyrese Halliburton, during postgame handshakes. Then he darts down a tunnel, comes out on the other side of the arena to get closer to the people he wants to argue with, and then there's a pretty big get-together outside the Pacer locker room. It got a little chippy, according to Rick Carlisle.
1: I don't think any punches were landed, but my general manager got elbowed in the ribs (gasps) by one of their players, and... So he certainly has a bruised bruised rib, and who knows, you
4: know, if it's anything more than that. Is he out indefinitely? Over the game ball still. (laughs) You know how this uh, rivalry started, by the way.
2: Yep. IST, baby. Mm -hmm. There you go. In-season tournament. And
4: they play again tomorrow? Uh, I think so. I think so. So look
0: out.
2: Wait, they play tomorrow?
0: They play again tomorrow. Yeah, I think so.
2: Honestly, it might be. We got a good rivalry going. What's going to happen tonight? I might check in on that game.
0: Uh, as for Giannis, and those 64 <laughs> Crickets, okay. points, it tops Finish the him. franchise record set by Michael Redd. It's also the most points a non-guard has scored since David Robinson put 71 on the Clippers back in 1994. Joel Embiid scored 41 on the Pistons in the Sixers' 129-111 victory. The Detroit losing streak is now 21. Brandon, Are they ever going to win? Maybe.
2: At some point, but you think at some point and up to now, <laughs> I mean, they are like... they
4: ever going to win? Is uh, pretty open ended. <laughs> it's weird though because they they've drafted players that people liked: Cade Cunningham, uh, Jaden Ivey, yeah. Jalen Duran. Like they were also two and one to start right? the year. <laughs> they won two or three at one point. <laughs> it's incredible how terrible they are. And then they they hired Monty Williams, who is one of the most respected coaches in the NBA.
2: I'm like at a loss.
4: Yeah, I mean Troy Weaver, the general so manager. They. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine he's gonna be around much longer, given the the terrible shape he's left them in.
2: I know, but to, to your point, they've drafted well. Yeah. So but well, are they, are
4: they not developing guys? Yeah, though? that's true. That's- do they win again in
3: 2023?
2: I mean, it'd be pretty. It'd be it'd become must watch.
3: Wait, have the Spurs won? We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get, that's a question, too. Whose losing streak goes on longer? Unless the Spurs have won, they, I'll, I'll answer that. They do not win. By the way, no. Yeah, they, I couldn't stay up for the end of that one.
0: Yeah, the Spurs did not win. They thought about winning at least, uh, but they came up short against the <laughs> Lakers. Thought about it
2: where before the game? Uh, well, no,
0: they were actually they were down by twenty early fourth quarter got within one ah. and then lost by three. Ah. Uh, and the aforementioned Suns losing to the Long Island Nets 116-112. <laughs> I, I get I, so many is. emails <laughs> from the
2: Long Island Nets. <laughs> please get out of my inbox. I don't have the heart to tell them like I don't need any of this. I went there once.
4: Like this is all I need to ever be Nets. I'm at a fan and somehow I'm getting Long Island Nets emails. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't know care what's going on.
2: your waiver wire. Like I, please spare me.
0: Well that's because you get Nets regular Nets emails. This is how this is, I'm on this it. Is is the problem but I also get like promotional stuff because I went to a game and I live close by and that's all you got at Nassau Coliseum these days. So they are—they'll take anybody
4: at their games against the main Blue Claws or whatever. I think I went to like a WWE Raw at Barclays, and somehow that, that got me in the Long Island Nets email chain. They're just
2: like—they have like the most sophisticated technology of anyone in the country. They're like scanning eyeballs and stuff just to get your email address to send you stuff about some crappy promotion they. By the way,
3: I, I'm on an important research project. If you notice, I've seemed slightly distracted. I noticed. (laughs) Yes. So I apologize, but I'm looking at how many players on the Nets have G League experience because I call them a glorified G League team. And I will be done soon. And you guys are going to have to guess (laughs) out of their 15 players, how many have actually been in the G League.
4: More trivia from Pro Off. Love it. (laughs) This is an important
3: trivia question.
0: Uh, NFL. Biz- I'll give you a hint. Most of them. It's <laughs> Austin Davis, the answer again. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: NFL business meetings in Dallas are over. Sao Paulo, Brazil awarded a regular season game for next season. And Roger Goodell expressing his new desire to improve players' safety. Hip drop, I would tell you, I think we all should work to get that out of the game. Uh, you see
1: uh, it escalated in the number of times it occurred this season. Uh, the injury can be very devastating. We saw that also. It's not just happening at the NFL level; it's happening at other levels. Uh, it's something that uh, I feel we've got to work uh, very
0: hard to get that removed this spring. We yeah. okay mm.
2: would love to know how they're going to do this. So can well, we? Well, the do, referees
0: like, are really good at these things. Just <laughs> like, leave it in their hands. They've
2: been awesome. So I think maybe it can we can I just define hip drop tackle for Please. everybody, just so that we kind of understand. And I think then you'll get like. The hip drop tackle: the defensive player approaches from behind or the side, wraps his arm around the offensive player, and becomes dead weight while dropping to the ground.
0: So you found the same USA Today article that I did to yes, describe it, okay? Because good.
2: I subscribe to USA Today, and
0: do you live in a hotel?
2: <laughs> I like to get my news, my, my Friday news on Monday. I, I prefer sporting. I
4: prefer sporting news,
2: by the way. Yes, yeah, so let's all talk about our old school. Anyway, so I I like that description because let's just all say a guy's running towards the sideline to get out of bounds for a strategic reason. So the defensive player who's chasing that person to try to tackle them in bounds can't leave their feet or try to dive to get that person. You're just supposed to let them run unabated to what? Get five more yards or stay in bounds or whatever? Like, how are you going to do yeah, that?
3: That's the problem. It's uh, it's really hard to figure out. I think they're, it's a little bit like a horse collar tackle. Somehow they, they got that out of the game. Right. So, but I you can I don't, define that. I know. I don't. Well, listen, th- this is a league where if you hit the quarterback below the knee, you get a flag. So, I mean, that's a pretty extreme penalty. Maybe they'll come up just what you described. They'll say you can't do that.
2: I know, but it's like at least the horse collar, like that's a specific area of the uniform. Yeah, it's, that, easy, to, it's yeah. easy
3: to see. No, you're
0: absolutely this right. This is
2: like the whole body. Yep. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I mean, unless they're going to do it like the rule, the pass, the rough and the passer rule about you can't like land on a quarterback with all your weight that if you like land because that's that's what they're trying to get rid of is guys collapsing onto offensive players legs like mark andrews and messing up ankles and knees So maybe that's definable, but still you're asking, it's another thing you're putting on the referee's plates and they already can't do what they're being asked to do. And this
4: is one that's slightly different from the rough in the passer because in that sense, there's kind of a defenseless player aspect to it. A quarterback's throwing the ball, he can't really brace himself and then you're landing on him. Here, the offensive player oftentimes is actually the aggressor. He's the guy that's, Running down the field, so make it a play, right? So now you're putting the defense even more of a bind. How do you stop a guy who's not defenseless? Yeah,
0: yeah, but it's so I can only address this as a non-player. Clearly, that I'm not. It seems to me like the worst versions of this. They do seem like a cop out. Like I got nothing else to do, so I'm going to do this. That right. to me is where it, like it gets into a vaguely dirty area. Mm. Like it, I, and not in a, a good mm. last resort way. It's like I can't actually tackle you, so all I'm going to do is just fall on your legs while I'm holding you by the belt. That that seems like something that could maybe mm. get out, but again, I just I don't trust the referees. There's another Monday morning. Frustrated debate about it. that wasn't a hip drop, or how do they miss the hip drop? Yep. How do they do that again? Every Ugh.
2: crew is going to ref it differently, yeah. and as Perloff says, it's going to decide a Super Bowl. Just wait, absolutely, because cool. that's what always happens. Yeah, I and mean, it d- actually a bad call did define the Super Bowl last year. Well, uh, kind or of a, a bad one, call, but depending it, depending it, technically correct.
3: <laughs> I mean, what if the Super Bowl was defined on what happened with the Chiefs and Kadarius Tony being one foot over the line?
2: They would have never called it.
3: it. We all agree it was a correct call, but it's still controversial. Imagine if the hip drop decided the Super Bowl. It'd be terrible. That's funny.
2: Do you think they would have called the Tony thing if it was the Super Bowl? I,
3: you know, they called the D Ford thing in the AFC title game. He was offsides, mm-hmm. the defense player on the you're Chiefs. Right, you're right. No, I don't think they would. I, I don't know. By the way, do, are you guys ready for the Nets number? I'm sorry, Bogus. When you're finished, because <laughs> no, I know please. you're dying. No, no, go ahead. So of all the guys addressed yesterday for the Nets, they had eight G-leaguers and four non-G-leaguers. <sighs> and most of them played in Long Island. So you probably saw them, Maggie. <laughs>
2: That's incredible. Uh, that, I have never been to a Long Island Nets game.
3: But uh, do the Suns because yeah, the bottom they're, two-thirds of their roster are bizarre, and, too. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I didn't know that a lot of teams are pu- putting guys down in the G League and bringing them back oh, up. Yeah, the, the two-way way players. Yeah. yeah. The
2: two-way contract. But it's a I mean, thing.
3: Yeah, the one, by the way, did you know Trevor Watford on the Nets did not play in the G League? Did you know there was a person named Trevor Watford <laughs> on the Nets? I, I actually think his name is Trendon Watford, Yeah, too. Oh, Trendon Watford, yeah. You <laughs> can get it right.
4: Yeah, they—they have so many undrafted players on this team too. They are really well. That's what happens when you put all your salary cap money into Kyrie, James Harden, and Durant, and then two years later they're not here yes. anymore. This is
2: this is when everyone <laughs> when everyone yells yeah. like, "Oh, we just got to rebuild. We just got to tear it down and rebuild." That's what you're watching.
4: That's basketball, a, baby.
2: You're watching a, what did you say, glorified G League
4: team? Yeah, and, but they went to
3: Phoenix and beat the fully loaded Suns last night. They're a good okay. team. Yeah. here's
2: the thing, in defense of the Suns, and I'm not a believer that this thing's going to work, but in defense of the Suns, it was their first game playing with the big three. They get no grace period whatsoever.
4: Like, I mean, a home game, they should win that game. No, I they do not get a grace period. And I agree with Proloff, because I think that last year, we saw the Suns kind of take a <laughs> lackadaisical approach to the regular season. Kevin Durant got hurt. He only played 8 regular season games. And they were like he was like, "Well, I don't really need these regular season games." And then they went into the second round and got absolutely smoked. Yeah. Like this team should be taking the regular season seriously because they clearly need the
2: reps. I guess. I mean, I don't know if I, well, nobody clearly was beating that Nuggets team, but uh but I think you got to give them a little bit more time with all three. Uh Bogish, thank you so much. Of course. Uh lots more to do including I mean, guys teeing off Former players teeing off on the league and what it is today and how guys are playing today. It's not just Tom Brady, everybody. We've got a lot to do with that. We've got really cool guests up for today. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the show. Going to let our guests wake up a little bit, get some coffee. We'll do all that. We also got transfer portal update for you. So much to do. Don't move Maggie and Perloff CBS sports radio
3: stream, the NFL on Westwood one for free sponsored by auto zone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood one broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood one sports or on the odyssey app, get in the zone auto zone, free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local auto get in the zone auto restrictions apply man. I, uh, I need a nap today. Get some rest. I need to be laser focused on tonight's football game: Chargers Raiders. <laughs> listen,
2: an AFC West showdown, two five and eight teams. Oh, listen, it, you have to scrape a little below the surface to find something really interesting about this game. But to me, it's like this: there's a real push pull happening here with this Raiders team, which is you probably want to lose out so that you can get the highest draft pick yeah. possible, so that you can actually get a quarterback and maybe start to turn this thing around. But you do have Antonio Pierce, who's an interim head coach, who clearly wants to win games to get the yeah. job. So, you know, this is this is where things get interesting. I I don't know how you handle it.
3: I said it from the get go. It is way harder than people think for an interim to keep his job. It's such an exception to the rule. Because if the head coach is getting fired, you probably have a pretty bad team. Right. And it's not going to make you look good. And these Raiders are not making Antonio Pierce look good.
2: No, they're not. But here's here's what's unique about the situation. The GM's out, too. So you have, like, a full you're, – yeah. you're hiring a general – you have an intern, interim GM and an interim head coach. So the whole thing – like has a you got to whitewash this whole thing, but I don't know if Antonio Pierce can still do anything to try to get this job. I, I don't know.
3: I I don't think so. I mean, I think you're looking at draft position, and it, you could look at this as a Harbaugh bowl too, because the Chargers are being are getting linked a lot to Jim Harbaugh. Yep. And then I think in the past the Raiders have been linked to Jim Harbaugh. So maybe Harbaugh is the only one watching this game to scout, hey, there's the (laughs) the bones of a good team. What if
2: Connor Stallion's on the sideline? It's like, dude, you don't have to do that. Or maybe a Bill Belichick.
3: Yeah. That's (laughs) a good (laughs) point. Or it's a Bill Belichick (laughs) ball. One thing that can I say is a NFL fan and general fan, it'd be cool if the Raiders had a top quarterback, Jaden Daniels be great there. But how cool would Marvin Harrison Junior look in a Raiders uniform?
2: Really cool. Would that but, be amazing? But He's got to have someone throwing him the ball. Who's competent.
3: That's a problem. <laughs> You're saying AOC, Aiden O'Connell is well, not doing it for you. I
2: don't know. I mean, shave the mustache. Let's talk. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, no, but he's, he's not the answer. Is he the problem? I don't know if he's the problem, but he's not the solution. Is
3: he a back? Is he an extra in super troopers? Yes. Is he an NFL quarterback? <laughs> we don't know. We're
2: not sure. Um, can I bring something up? You're welcome to call in about this game at 855-212-4CBS. I love calling it the Harbaugh Bowl. Does feel like that because it was actually Mike Greenberg of ESPN who first said uh, he was at a he was at a function or something and Jim Harbaugh was there and Harbaugh talked his ear off about yeah. Justin Herbert. So,
3: yeah, yeah, um, that makes sense.
2: Can I also just mention something because this is something we're all going to have to keep an eye on? EJ Carlos Bogish when he's here, Kaplan from in the back. Something's going on with Pearl off with the jury duty, and I just oh, want to point no. out what it is, which is you're now using this as conversation for everyone in the building. Like I'm in the office this morning and I can just hear faintly down the hallway, Pearl off talking to boomer Esiason about grand jury duty. Yeah. And that got into a big convo. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. This is
2: now your entry. into all it. water cooler conversations. It's like, Hey, did you hear? I got jury duty. <laughs> you're using this as a conversation starter.
3: Well, okay. Boomer and I walked into the building today and I got a, I usually drive to work. Mm-hmm. But I was getting out of an Uber and I wanted to explain, oh, I don't usually Uber. We we're talking about how you get to work. Yeah. Typical sad dad conversation topic. <laughs> and <laughs> I said, well, I don't usually I drive but I have to Uber because I'm going to jury duty after work. And that uh, piqued his interest. Who doesn't want to hear about jury duty? Now, I can't talk <laughs> yeah, about everyone. it. I want to be very careful. I cannot talk about anything of jury duty.
2: Yeah, because we believe you're actually making it up. And now the ruse has gone to Boomer. It's no. very
4: convenient that you can't say anything about jury duty.
2: <laughs> well, they're
3: way. very clear. This, this, predi- You can talk about other juries. You cannot talk about grand jury, which is the worst. By the way, this jury duty sucks. You guys are making fun of me. No. It is
2: awful. Well, we know. You're doing your civic duty, so that's a good thing. But I've never seen you this... It's like you're getting depressed because you're hearing all those terrible things going on.
3: I can't How talk about How
2: could
3: you it. not? Oh, it's so depressing. But no, no, that's not the depressing part. It's sitting in a room for eight hours. <laughs> it's like having, you know. You
2: could, like, write a memoir in there.
3: I know. Four, but it's not even that interesting. Four weeks in a day? Like, what is? This seems unfair, right? Can Every time I tell somebody this, they say four weeks?
2: Feels excessive.
3: Feels like, like an excessive punishment for nothing. Like I'm a lottery number, <laughs> I got the anti lottery. <laughs> and I was actually I'm like, is there anything we can I was I was googling, is there any movement against shortening the length of grand jury time? And that Google led to nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise.
4: Because wow. everyone's tried to get
3: out of it. <laughs> yeah, pretty that amazing. was the, that Google led to here's a guideline on how to be on jury duty. I'm like, I know how
4: to be yeah. on jury duty. How do I get out of jury duty? I'm pretty sure the government wiped any any and all movements from the internet. <laughs> yeah
2: prof is like this system's gotta change like i think it's gonna change soon i'm like i don't think it's gonna change yeah and, <laughs> and by the way
3: the things we need to change in the system the length of jury duty is not high up <laughs> yeah, on the list right say, now yeah, yeah. we like, talk uh, about
2: the system that's really far down on the list
3: yeah they don't lead off a presidential debate okay sir we have wars all over the place and <laughs> economy issues what do you think of grand jury service <laughs> being four weeks i mean that's crazy right <laughs> it's
2: like, the moderator It's like a well, very specific question yes. If Perloff was doing the debates
3: yeah, it's like, That'd be my first if, I don't
2: want to hear about interest rates if, Jury duty CBS, You're Crazy Spor- am I right Yeah CBS Sports <laughs> Radio
3: Hosted the debates I'd be like I understand there's a lot going on internationally uh, <laughs> What
2: about the hip drop debt? Yeah
3: the debt ceiling Can we talk four weeks and a day Don't forget that extra day they gave me
2: Also the tush push They can't outlaw it That's crazy <laughs> this is if Perloff did presidential debates. Oh, man. Curious to know what Boomer had to say about it.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.